PFT Media. Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. Uh, it is 12.20 in the evening on September 7th. And we're putting the finishing touches on episode 101 of Scotch and Good Conversation. Right now, as I record this, out in the ocean just south of the tip of Florida is a giant, scary monster of a hurricane. It, it's, it, it, it's dark and it's frightening as hell. And there's thunder and lightning and Satan, I think, might be involved. And uh, I'm, I'm shitting my pants just a little bit. I'm drinking a beer and I've had some scotch earlier this evening. And uh, maybe I might die. So this might be the last podcast. So listen to this one. It's our interview with uh, Mr. Chris Fisher. Good dude. And he does a podcast out of Orlando here called BYOCB. It's a, it's a beer podcast, but it's a little more than that. It, it, they, they talk about beer. And Chris has a, a love in his heart for quality craft beer but he has a love in his heart also for just hanging and talking and gabbing and nonsense and good good conversation kind of like we do here and he he does it right him and his sidekick uh uh mr fast food jesus alex moorhead uh they're doing it they're doing it really really well they recently won third place in the orlando weekly best of orlando so they obviously they're doing something great so take a listen to that. Uh, if if you want to listen to them and you haven't, here's a good place. Episode 93, I might have been on the podcast. So start with episode 93. I think it's called Elephant Pickle. And then work your way slowly back from that and then pick it up after 93. Um, I think that's it. Oh, by, by the way, uh, episode 100, the one before this one, if you listen to it, I apologize. It's terrible. Sorry, I drank too much. Anyways, um, hurricane coming. This might be the last podcast ever. I'm a little scared. If you're in Orlando and you're listening to this right now and and the the hurricane hasn't hit, batten down the hatches, kid. Don't take this one too lightly. It's easy. If, If you live in Florida, it's easy to blow off hurricanes. It's part of our lifestyle. It's part of what we do. We drink, we hang out, and we don't take anything too seriously. This one, I think you should take a little seriously. Worst case scenario, you you become very, very prepared, and then the whole thing goes out into the ocean, and we can laugh about it. I was so prepared that I had a lot of extra booze I had to drink. So uh, do it right. I need you. I need you to listen. I need you in my life. So you guys take care of, of yourselves. Take care of each other. Talk to each other. Love each other. Take care, okay? I, I love you guys. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye.
Thank you so much for checking out episode 101 of Scotching Good Conversation. I am your host, Peter, and we're a weekly hangouty, interviewee, excuse to day drink podcast, get together type thing. Here's what we do we find interesting people, we bribe them by giving them liquor. We come in, we turn off our cell phones, we turn off the computer, and we talk. Hopefully, it becomes interesting. If you're into this kind of thing, you can check out all our past episodes at scotchandgoodconversation.com. We are on iTunes, and that's it for the most part. Uh, if you'd like to get involved, if you want to be a guest, if you uh, got a, like a life problem, something that's bothering you and you, you can't figure it out and your friends are no good, call us up and two drunk people will fix the problem for you. 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-5557. If the phone is not your thing, shoot us an email, scotchinggoodconversation at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. we got a Facebook group. Go join all of them. We have a sponsor. Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor. Craft Beer by people who've been living and breathing craft beer for 10 plus years. Local people, people who live in our community, who give back to the community. They care about the city, they care about the people, and they care about what they're drinking. Over 300 bottles and cans to choose from, 28 beers on tap, award-winning in-house brewing, wine, hi Rosie, (laughs) craft sodas, a knowledgeable and very friendly staff, Open seven days a week, located in the Audubon Park Garden District at 2810 Kareen Drive in Orlando. Go by there and tell them that we sent you. We have a guest because this would be boring if I sat here and talked by myself. Mr. Chris Fisher, thank you for coming in, sir. Thanks for having me. I know, right? Uh, it's been a little while. You were on my radar. Yeah, we talked back in February, I think, I think around, so. around March. Yeah, you're busy, dude. Going to an Avid Brothers concert. <laughs> well, no, that's, I, I, I know you catch shit for that, but I, I don't mind yeah. the, the Avid. Avid, Avid not Brothers, Avid. not Avid. Yeah, it's the Avid Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I do that too. Um, what's that song? The uh, the Ballad of Good and Hate? Ballad of Love and Hate. Oh, God, that song breaks my heart. It's a good song. Breaks, Their songwriting is so good. It breaks my heart. Every time I hear it, it's, it's so beautifully written. Mm-hmm. You ever listen to Dawes? Yes. Yeah, Dawes kind of is the same thing for mm-hmm. me. Uh, I've seen Dawes. I've never seen the Avid Brothers. Avid? Avid. Avid. I'll do that a hundred times. I'm not, I'm not doing it to fuck with you. I'm just not <laughs> smart. Uh, you've said you've listened. Thank you very much. Yes, you're, absolutely. You're, you're part of the tens to twenties of people that, that listen to the podcast. So you know what we're going to do. These are three things that I know about you. Uh, you're no stranger to podcasting. Correct. Yeah, you, uh, you've you been doing it for five, six years? Yeah, I want to say it was, I was trying to figure this out yesterday. I think it's 2013. I, so I started with a sports podcast. It was oh. a Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Go Bucks. Yeah, so it was actually, <laughs> said that so sincerely. I don't like sports. I know, I yeah. know. Um, it was January of the of the year that they hired a new coach. So okay. I started uh, a Bucks podcast and it took off pretty quickly. That was a thing, right? Yeah. I, I, did, some, I did some background on yeah. you. you. You were a mover and a shaker. In yeah. the sports podcast world. Yeah, I got some media credentials with the Buccaneers. That's I started fun. developing some relationships with legit media outlets in the Tampa area. Um, was doing live shows every Tuesday evening on Mixler. And it just got to be, I, I counted my hours between Sunday to Tuesday when I would do my broadcast. And I was putting in about 30 hours That's of too work. Many on top of work. Yeah, because yeah. it's just, I, 
I'm very much a perfectionist when it comes to things. No, get out of here. <laughs> so I was like, I want to be fully prepared to put on a good show because this is the stuff that I think people are going to be interested in hearing and yeah, yeah. not just, you know, talking just to talk. Yeah. Uh, so it just became too much to balance with family and BYOCB was a side project that I was doing. And I was like, let's, you know, go full gung-ho on that because I get to sit around with my friends and drink beers. Like, yeah, it's, that's not that tough. Well, tell the kids what BYOCB is. So BYOCB is is a podcast. It's myself and Alex, a.k.a. Fast Food Jesus. Go Fast Food Jesus. Yeah. Um, I like that, him more than the box. <laughs> that's fine. We, um, we hang out. We go to local places, usually mostly in Orlando, about 90%, um, but we've done stuff in Tampa and Lakeland and, and other places. But we hang out and we record remotely, which I think uh, is our unique thing that we have you're crazy and we drink beer and we shoot the shit and we just have conversations and it, i think it's cool for people to listen in because of the fact that you're kind of just sitting at the bar with us or yeah. sitting at the table with yeah. us and hearing our conversations that we're having like the fly on the wall uh, for the bar conversation it's very good you're Thank you. very good at what you guys do you're probably the first local podcast that I ever listened to, probably one of the first podcasts I ever listened. I'm, I'm kind of new to this thing, yeah. and uh, I I went, ooh, beer! I can listen to this. And you're right, it, it's got a. I want to hang out with these kids in the bar type thing, and yeah. there's giggling and nonsense and a whole lot of singing. You guys sing a uh, lot. I sing a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of singing. Every I'm going to try and contain myself. Okay, there, there'll be no singing. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of singing. We can do jazz hands, show tunes. It's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Uh, um, and when 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 do the shows drop? Is that what the kids say? Uh, we do one a week. Okay. So uh, I usually try to have them out Wednesday evenings. I, I do. I do. I'm a little strategic with things because everyone's show usually comes out. I know you, you do Fridays. Yeah. yeah. Um, it usually comes out on Monday morning, so I like to put a couple days in between. So we've been doing midweek releases. That's when it's working. Yeah. It's Hundreds, like, millions of listeners, probably. Yep. The growth. Okay. Uh, the growth has been awesome oh it's awesome good i'm wildly popular in mexico are you yes we got korea oh well korea's on the lock well i'm coming after you <laughs> <laughs> um uh hey speaking of your podcast uh, and uh hold on this might take me a second we'll edit a lot of this out this might be sound familiar to you whoops Yes. Oh, the sky, the sky is the blue conversation. So my question is, did you ever put out a show that you were embarrassed to put out? And also, why not? Okay, what the fuck is that? 
<laughs> we're such a gimmick show it's hilarious no that's so not really cross the cosby we uh it's byocb cosby okay uh, but i think he's crossed over now he's called your show he's called some other shows as well um we know who does it uh he's an awesome person uh he's very talented also went to improv school with wayne brady okay um sure so it's he started calling in on our voicemails and kind of took off with it and i find it hilarious so uh, i i don't get many phone calls and, yeah. and we've got phone calls because of you so thank you oh awesome yeah That's i know awesome. right I, I i get them occasionally uh i recorded a show like two weeks ago with somebody and uh i did that really well like i popped it and didn't sound great but i, I did it really well last time there were voicemails just coming in randomly mm-hmm. on the recording and i lost all control and got drunk and, and we might ditch that show uh, it's, it's tough too remotely trying to pull up like i don't have the full equipment i run off a tablet yeah and then we have the digital uh, audio recorder that we record into so it's tough man i literally recorded that with the microphone through the speaker on the computer mm-hmm. cut it up and popped it into a, a different <laughs> channel that's why it sounds like shit uh we, we we are not a fancy show by any stretch of the imagination. You don't have to be to have a podcast. Yeah, two two chords in the truth. We have two microphones and a really beat up MacBook held together by stickers. <laughs> um, the second thing I know about you is that you were mildly obsessed with professional wrestling. I am. All right. I am. <laughs> See, I was I was kind of wondering coming in here. I'm like, I like sports. I like wrestling. Politically, we're kind of a little I, yeah, bit I different. Yeah, I feel like we're, I wasn't going to get into yeah, that. Yeah. So I, I don't like talking politics. I know you guys. You guys do it well in the sense that I can tell sometimes it's on the tip of your tongue and you want to scream something. Yes. And, and Alex kind of pushes your buttons a little bit. He does. Good for you. I try to contain myself. Yeah. As long as you're not in my face about what you do and right. I, you know I. I I, I could be wrong. You could be right. You know, I, my, I, my, I, I hate politics and I got burned by it. Uh, I was working on a campaign uh, two campaigns ago for, for the president and it was just a lot of lies and it really uh, tarnished my whole image of the political system. Our current president? Uh, no, this is two, two cycles ago. Okay. So it was I would have been Obama's first uh, when he was first elected and um, it just really messed me up. It's just you know, and and my philosophy in life is just be nice to people. Yeah, that's don't be all a dick. You have to do just that, that's what we say it all the time. Just yeah. don't be a dick. Just, that's, just that's, treat people nicely. Yeah, I I can sit and talk to anybody. Right, and and I love listening to podcasts with like people with opposing opinions to mine. And mm-hmm. as long as you're intelligent, you're not an idiot. And I and I don't want people to judge me based on my religious beliefs, political beliefs. Yeah, if yeah. I treat you well, then that's what I want you to know me as. as well, someone who treats you well. Well, uh, that leads us to the third thing that I know about you and I called in a favor on this one uh, not that I couldn't find shit about you but I mm. I called in a favor someone <laughs> wrote this uh, Chris Fisher facts <laughs> all right are you, are you frightened <laughs> I think I know who probably did this. he worked for several uh, uh, consecutive uh, he worked for several years as a character that's true at Halloween Horror Nights Nine years. Oh, wow, that's too many years to be a character. My, uh, it was a lot. I okay. started it at 21. Okay. I uh, took a break, went back, did it, and I was like, you know, I'm going to be the old man here, and I'm going to run circles around these 18-year-old kids, and I did. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was awesome. That's some of the best times of my life. You went Absolutely. to UF? Did go to UF. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> that's, so that's, that's the most sports I've ever done in this show. <laughs> I got to go Bucks and a go Gators. Sure, right. And go uh, go Fast Food Jesus. Uh, he once followed the band Flicker Sticker around on tour, and he's friends with the singer Corey. 
Did you get this from my wife? I, I'm not telling you where I got these things. I, I have a, a, an extensive team of researchers who are working 24 hours a day to find okay. out things about my guest. I love Flickr stick. That's it's unfortunate. No, <laughs> good for you. You know, I, I, we, we like music here. Yeah. And I, it's hard for me to bite my tongue and go, ooh, that's terrible. Yeah. But, but the thing about music, it, it's, the, it's the one thing that brings us all together and it divides us also. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it would be easy for me to, to hate on Flicker Stick, right? Uh, I don't really know Flicker Stick. They were on MTV. They, they had a yeah. It, it's a v, it was a VH1 bands on the run. Okay, um, that's where they kind of got notoriety. They got a, a record deal on Epic. Yeah, um, but I think they're. I think it kind of tarnishes their music. Yeah, I, I get they're that. They're not a VH1 band. Yeah, and they get you know if it's like you're on VH1, you get compared to the Goo Goo Dolls, and it's just not who they are. There's nothing wrong with the Goo Goo Dolls. No, I'm not saying that. It's there fun is. to say. Right. Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> But they're so fun. They're nothing like that. I saw I saw them twice. Uh, I saw them open up for Soul Asylum, Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, yeah. at Rollins College in 1993, yeah. I think. And then I saw them again at a little hole in the wall bar in Winter Park called the Fairbanks Inn. It's gone okay. now. Yeah. And it was just as Name was going to come out. They're they're mm-hmm. the big hit that just knocked that just made them over right. the top rock stars. And he uh. What's his name? Johnny? I think it's Johnny. Yeah, Johnny something. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, we just made a, a uh, video for this song. You're going to hear a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I hate this song. <laughs> and then they played there. But we have to do it. Yeah. Well, what's the, the, the line from that? Uh, a tired song plays on a tired radio. Mm-hmm. He knew it. He, he, he knew yeah. this was, this was going to th- be a thing. And they, yeah. were, they were kind of a punk band early on. Uh, I think they had a band... Uh, a record called Jeb, and one of the songs was Don't Beat My Ass with a Baseball Bat, if okay. I remember correctly. Uh, so Flicker Stick's still a thing? That you still love them? You still uh, write them fan letters? No, they're not around anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the drugs and the, the money. It's uh, kind of same thing with podcasting, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> Cause some problems. But yeah, I'm still, I still talk to uh, one of the guys from the, uh, that was in the band. Okay, yeah, you are an old school rap fan. Yeah, okay. Call Quest. Uh, Low End Theory is my favorite album, I, probably of all time. People's Introspective Travels. I had it the day it came out. Yeah, I worked in a record store, and it ch- literally changed my life. That and Three Feet and Rising by De La Soul. Right. They they turned me around. I guess I mean I, I grew up in the eighties, mm-hmm. and I remember when there was no hip hop, and then it just happened. And like one day there were break dancers at my yeah. school, and yeah. I remember like it, I was like, "That's terrible! I like the Doors." <laughs> <laughs> um, but those two records, they, they changed my life. And yeah. I'm, I'm not, not going to say I'm a huge hip-hop fan, but I, I respect it. I mean, I DJed for a while, so I mean, I, I know a lot of DJs who are into that kind of thing. Uh, you're from Philadelphia? Originally, yes. Okay, these, this is listed as funny facts. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can know who it is now. He got drunk and demanded the band at my wedding let him sweet, sing oh. Sweet Caroline. And they which did. Which they did. And it was hysterical. You, were you just hammered drunk? No. Okay. I, if I go to a wedding and there's a band, I'm going to sing Sweet Caroline. Why do you really like singing? I do. Okay. <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish I was confident in that. I'm a bit of a narcissist. Get out of I town. I just like to be on stage and performing for people. Even if it's awful, I still think, and it was a memorable moment for 
for who I know now yeah. submitted this yeah, yeah. and his wife I think it was it, we had a blast doing it uh, me I turned around and I saw the 11 piece band behind me and I was like I am a rock star I wish I could be a rock star it's my dream but I can't sing uh, he can't stand the sight of eggs or chewed gum yeah it's awful I almost put an egg with some chewed gum on the seat to make oh, you God. uncomfortable no if there would have been a large bird here too I would have ran that's really strange you're aware that, yeah. that, that's can you eat eggs no uh, I've tried. Uh, I don't like to not try things. Yeah, good for you. Um, so I've tried them every which way. I think they smell like sulfur. Yeah. Um, my wife will warn me when she's boiling them, uh, and I have to leave the house for a little bit of time because it makes me gag. You're a baby. I guess I think I am. <laughs> I have a lot of issues, Peter. So I go to therapy. Do you go to therapy? Absolutely. Does that work? Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. No, because I'm still crazy. Uh, but uh, I don't, I don't, it, you seem like one of the most normal dudes I've ever met. My therapist tells me that I'm perfect. Everyone else has the issues. So okay. It makes me feel better. You're, but you're paying that person. <laughs> it might be free with insurance. Okay, good. I'm going to get me some insurance. I think therapy would be fun. I just want to go in there and just lie. I wouldn't pay for it. Come on. <laughs> pay for someone to tell me that you're perfect. Uh, and you did this today. You drive two hours for a haircut. It's not two hours. He embellishes that. Oh, okay. I was actually, uh, I'm in Orlando probably every weekend. Um, I schedule an appointment at Liberty. You had John in, mm -hmm. uh, who's an awesome dude. Stand up dude. Um, yeah. So I uh, saw um, certain people go to Liberty and, and transform their hair. And I was having some problems with some of the people I was going to. Uh, when you're, you have a barber or someone who cuts your hair, I know you go through this all the time, Peter. And they <laughs> you go through like four people in six months because they continuously leave. I wanted a place that was more reliable who I know did good work. And I went one time to try it out. My wife loved it. Yeah. And happy wife, happy life. You're very pretty. You have a pretty head of hair. Thank you. I, I <laughs> mean that, that I mean That's that in the way in the sense that two men so sure of themselves, not that there's anything wrong about yeah. men who love each other, mm -hmm. but I you you're the most well-groomed person who's ever sat in a green chair. Sharon is awesome. Okay. Uh, where were we? Uh, this this worries me. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, obsessed with boy bands and terrible music. Sometimes that's inflated for gimmicks. Okay, on see, see that, that's that's what I thought. Okay, good. Because I, mm -hmm. I, I was going to have to. Not obsessed. Okay, good. Is it fun? And do, does it you know garner some fun uh, tidbits? <laughs> of course it does. Uh, I, there are some uh, guilty pleasures of songs that boy bands have done that I don't mind. I kind of dig it. I'm a big Nick Lachey guy. Nick Lachey is my homeboy. I like He him. was in 90... 98 degrees. 98 degrees. But he separated uh, when he, his solo stuff. You know, again, I'm talking about Nick Lachey on your show. And speaking, um, of, speaking of that, hold on, wait for yeah. it. Hi, yes, this message is from Chris Fisher. Um, I Were the first two people? Uh, uh, Nick Lachey. I heard, I heard Stamos and Lachey. And Stamos. So, okay. so, and, and uh, these are your people. Like, I don't get these phone calls. Yeah. So, so I, I, I felt a little bad about including them, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's fine. Okay. So the question was. 
to the man with the accent. Okay. Uh, um, you're in a room with, with Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees. Okay. And Stamos. Stamos, very handsome man. Yes. He he's just pretty, right? Is he's, he married? He's just, uh, no. He must be slaying the pussy he all the time. It was Rebecca Romaine. Which is... For a while. Okay. I, I yeah. think I could be okay with that. Absolutely. If I wasn't married to my beautiful, amazing wife. Absolutely. Um, so you, you're in a room with him, you have to kill one, and you have to tell, tell that them. person why you're killing them. I would probably... Stamos is older, so I would go ahead and I'd have to kill him, but I would explain to him that he's just so perfect that... <laughs> I'm sorry. You've had a fantastic life. You're too perfect. In the face. <laughs> but I have to, we have to end this. You're right not now. perfect now, pretty boy. <laughs> I'm taking that Oikos yogurt money. We we are. What is that? He's a yogurt spokesman. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's. I, th I think it's Oikos. Is that Dan and Oikos? I have no idea what that is. It's just Greek yogurt. Oh, that's delicious. <laughs> well, I mean, he was Greek on Full House, so I think that's kind of how they. I, I am vaguely familiar with Full House. Yeah. Uh, there's this generational thing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's. <laughs> I love how you said mm-hmm into an empty <laughs> glass. Uh, help yourself to more beer. I here. drink. Okay. Do you mind if I open it live on the show? Please. Okay. Uh, okay. We encourage that. Um, I, I refer to some parts of my life as the blackout years where I used to drink a whole lot. Right. Yeah, I call that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that was literally yesterday for me too. I told you, I, I threw up at like at five o'clock in the morning this oh, morning. Um, I went. I literally went in the backyard and threw up so my wife wouldn't Did know. You? Yeah, it was funny. I think there's something really funny about throwing up. Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy the throwing I up? I don't throw up. I get at the other end. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. So yeah. I text my wife this morning. Literally text my wife. I can show you if I had my phone on and I said my ass is on fire. With, with passion and love. <laughs> uh, um, see, I, I, I don't throw up when I'm drinking, mm -hmm. I throw up the next day. Okay. And it, it's, it, to me, it's hilarious. I don't know why. I think yeah. throwing up is really funny. And when, when other people it. do it, I think it's really <laughs> funny. And here's, here's a pro move. If you're listening to this and you're new to the drinking game, <laughs> this is pro advice. Uh, everybody tells you throw up in the toilet. I don't know why you would do that. That's a place where you literally shit and fart. Right. Yeah. I throw up. This is this is the pro move. Okay. Always in the bathtub. You don't get chunks. It's hard to get down the. I I'd rather have chunks that I can like get out right. at some point after right. I sleep for another four or five hours, than sticking my face in a place where diarrhea goes. Okay. I yeah. can see that. Yeah. It's yes. a pro move. And the splash zone is so much bigger. You're right. Yeah. You know, whereas, I mean, everybody's done that. I missed the side of the toilet thing. Mm -hmm. And then you have to clean it up the next day. Right. And you're hungover. It's foolproof. It's the perfect thing. I also threw up one time in a Denny's sink, which was really funny, and I, I left the chunks there. I, I threw up in the social sink for a flicker stick show, and then I rebounded and I partied for the rest of the Good night. Good for you. Yeah. Corey would be proud. Thank you. <laughs> you bartended on iDrive at a, at a tiki bar. Yeah, I just talked about this last night on 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 Ono. Um, yeah, it was actually I didn't get the tiki bar. I had the tourist bar on the inside. Oh, so it was, it was awful, awful. Yeah, one side was a country karaoke bar. Then the middle was like the small bar inside where you get like the takeout, the order. Uh, I had to call on a walkie-talkie to the kitchen. That sounds order. terrible. It was awful. Yeah, yeah. And then the tiki bar was outside, so I got the shittiest of all the bars. And uh, British tourists, they do not tip, so we had to learn how to... Uh, it's been a long time, so I can say this be now. Be creative about... Learn how to... Yeah. yeah okay. we had to, be, to make money, we had to be a little creative. Uh, we're almost done here. Um, he drinks the shit out of Coke Zero. 
No, not anymore. I quit. I, I, well, I, I actually almost bought you a Coke Zero, but I think I remember you saying something to Samantha. Like, I quit. Like your last podcast or yeah. her podcast or something. Yeah, I had a problem. Good. I, I had a problem, too. Yeah. You, how long has it been? Um, I'll, I, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I had a glass this morning. Oh, you! I'm so glad you don't do heroin. No. Yeah. But, um, it's, I've been off of it. I don't buy it anymore. Yeah. I was, I went a full month without it. Uh, I was bad. I was doing about a two liter a day. I I was there with Diet Coke. I was yeah. there when Diet Coke first came out mm-hmm. and they marketed it as this is going to make you young right. and pretty and handsome and it's cool and right. all the cool kids are doing it. And I was right on that, like a wet shirt. And then... 20 years later, I'm, I'm drinking five Diet Cokes a day, six yeah. Diet And I also work nights for about two years. Right. So that was a thing. Like yeah, just, the caffeine. I need caffeine. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you will find when you kick the junk, young man, mm-hmm. uh, you will feel better. You'll lose weight. You'll sleep better. You'll get rid of those runny diarrheas you have all the time. <laughs> Still do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was noticing problems with acid reflux. Yeah. Um, my throat would, it just felt funky. So I was like, I got to cut that. And I have to do a cold turkey. Yeah. Because it was. It's it, difficult. It's addictive. I made it about three months and then my dad died. Yeah. Which sucks. Dad, dad suck. Yeah, I know. Uh, you I'm, know in that, I'm in that club as well. I, I told this joke on the last podcast, but it's funny. Uh, you know what my dad would be doing right now if he was alive? No, I'm banging on the inside of the coffee. Go, let me out. <laughs> uh, it's, it's always funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my dad would laugh at that also. It, it, and then it says, and this is where it gets sweet. Okay, it says, in all seriousness, he's a good guy who feels deeply for those, for the for those his family and those he loves, and works his ass off to be good at whatever he touches. I trust him through and through, and he is. On my list of closest friends, really good dude. Yes, you have tears in my eyes. I know, right? Yeah, and you know who wrote that. And uh, yeah. I, I uh, no one's ever written anything about that. <laughs> I am crying. I am such a emotional wreck, dude. Like when someone says something nice, because I, I like, like I said, just be nice to people. You know, take care of your friends. Take you care cried. Of Stop. You want a hug? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that beer got at me and made me emotional. No, that that's sweet. Like, I love him too. That yeah. Beer. Okay. Um, you know what we're gonna do here? Top three bands. Quick, go. No pressure. Oh, can I? I've already named two of them. Yeah. Uh, Flicker Stick Top uh, of all time. Okay. Uh, you're gonna give me shit for this one, but it's Bare Naked Ladies. I like the Bare Naked Ladies. That uh, first record is proper. Yeah, it's good. See, everyone gives people shit because they go, "Oh, one week is the worst song ever." Yeah, it was shit. But they have songs about suicide. They have songs about drug addiction. Um, they're more than just one week. And if I had a million dollars, it's right? very smart, smart music. It's yeah. layered. It's textured. There, there are so many harmonies going on at the same time. Exactly. And yeah. So it's a. I tell people if you go see them live, it's kind of like a Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young yeah, yeah. because they're one of the only bands that actually still harmonize. Uh, you mentioned Gordon was their first one. Yeah. Uh, the Flag. Um, yeah, absolutely. The, yeah, heart wrenching song. Yeah, it, it's it's and, and they're Canadian and who who hates the Canadians? Exactly. No one hates the Canadians. Exactly. They gave us Rush and Paul Schaefer. Yeah, uh, and third is David Brothers. Okay, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Never talk about them. Yeah, uh, they're awesome. Uh, you read? You strike me as a reader. Yeah, I. Uh, so here's the, my thing with reading. Um, it's I have stupid. to I have to Not, sit with a book. Yeah, because I my brain's always going in many different directions. Uh, I literally it takes me forever to finish a book, so I have to jot down notes as I'm doing it and get out a highlighter. Um, you do need a therapist. I do. So I don't. I don't do it on a regular basis. But uh, I'm a big Howard Stern. Yeah, he's kind of one of my mentors yeah, in yeah. broadcasting. Uh, Miss America was actually the first uh, book that I sat down and read through. Uh, I loved it. Uh, not How old big, were you? I probably was in 
college or high school. I okay. Would think. I, I, when I read that, it was um, like uh, what was that ninety eight? I think so. Okay, that sounds about right. Because I think Miss America came out when Private Parts of the movie was in theaters or it was around that time. I, I, I'm pretty sure that that's kind of how it worked out. Yeah. So um, he's been a huge uh, influence because I think he's the best interviewer ever. Except me. Except you. And Mark Maron. Yeah. And Mark Maron. Um, and uh, you're going to laugh. I love this one, but it's a wrestling thing. So uh, on break, when I used to stock shelves at Publix, okay. I read the Kurt Angle autobiography called It's True, It's True. Uh, Kurt Angle was an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, he wrestled with a broken neck in Atlanta, won the gold medal. I did that. Um, yeah. Uh, had a. This is before the drug addiction. Did you? <laughs> this is before the drug addiction and did the DUIs and yeah. all that. Um, but uh, I like that one. And uh, again, Howard Stern, uh, shout out. My name is Baba Booey. Read that on a, how is do that some good? business Cause, travel. Because I kind of want to read that. It's not bad. Yeah? It's not bad. So. I, I, I love Gary. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, these are goof books, but I, I, I don't. I'm a Netflix kind of guy. I like watching documentaries and things. Yeah. And because my brain's always going, it's so hard to focus. So I'll read a chapter and like, I didn't retain that at all. So it takes me a long time to get through stuff because I have to physically highlight sections and, and kind of concentrate. I've been reading Questlove's book that okay. came out uh, since Christmas. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. What's it? What's it? Oh, July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have an assignment that I have to read. Um, I, I can't believe I have to do assignments still. Uh, I'm not in school. Uh, 20 pages of a chapter of this book that I have to do a presentation on, and I'm, I'm dreading it because I'm just like, it's going to take 20 pages. 20 pages. Is it a hard take... book? No. Want me to read it for you? Yeah. You just give me the cliff <laughs> notes. Synopsis. <laughs> <Just> give <laughs> me the cliff notes. Um, uh, and top three films. You seem like a movie guy. Oh, God. Yeah, because I've got like top 20, so this was hard to come up with. Uh, number one is Swingers. Okay, good. Um, Your money, baby. Big Favreau, uh, yeah. big Favreau fan. Uh, Swingers, we watched when I was at UF. Uh, we made fun of my buddy because he was the character Mikey because yeah. he was always questioning himself. So that scene where um, he keeps calling the girl and leaving Nikki, calls Nikki and leaves voicemails, that was my friend. One of my favorite lines in films is House of Pain's not going to step to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he holds the gun sideways. Yeah. yeah. And then they're hanging out later on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, swingers. Uh, number two would be Bronx Tale. Okay. That's a, that's a Disney. Nero. Oh, no, no. no. De Niro, I, I, Chaz Palminteri. I think I have seen that. Uh, fantastic. Fantastic movie. Eighty-seven? No, I think it was later than that. I think okay. it was nineties. I'm just we're pushing. No, I don't. I don't even know. It's drunk um, again. Excellent movie. Okay. Uh, number three, because uh, it's kind of an ode to my dad. Rocky three. Okay. Um, I lost my dad at a young age, but sucks. It does. Um, the memories that I have of him, yeah. I would sit there and watch the VHS tape uh, together with him of Rocky Three. Yeah. So it just has stuck with me forever. That's sweet. That's Anytime I see it, I have to watch it. Yeah, I've, I've got a couple films like that. Mine yeah. are dark. Mine, mine's uh, Seven and uh, Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. What's in the box? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Jeez. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter is is a lovable okay. maniac. Uh, where's the exit? <laughs> Just in case your dog's going to keep me in here. Now. Yeah, the Hannibal's, he's funny. Yeah, he, he, he only eats people that he finds offensive and rude. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're he, right. He's kind of a superhero in the sense that he, I mean, obviously his <laughs> morals and values are fucked up, uh -huh. but in his world, he thinks these things should be erased. Right. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Okay. Okay. It makes more sense now. <laughs> You're looking at me like maybe that's the wrong answer. <laughs> you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. This Let me is grab my notebook. This is the point. That's a handsome notebook, by the way. Uh, yeah. My therapy. My therapist told me I had to do this. Okay. So that's why. I had to come on my podcast? <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> sure. Just get the stuff out of your head, put it down on paper, and then you won't be 
you know, thinking about things. All right, oh, I've man, got a I, bunch. I can't wait till you die. I'm going to go through that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a bunch because... Uh, Hit me with the hardest one. Okay. Well, I'm the one that's the least uh, comedic, I think. So, and this is a, this is an ode to a Bronx tale. Okay. Do you feel in life it's better to be respected or be loved? Loved. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I've done the corporate thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've been a manager. I, I've managed people. Tens of people. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you, someone's always going to be mad at you, no matter what you do. If you're a manager someplace or yeah. you, you have people working underneath you, someone's always going to be pissed. I would much rather be loved. And okay. I think that has only come in the last... 15 years or so okay. since well, I mean, I've, I've worked for myself for six or seven years now uh, yeah I, I I don't know I don't like I don't like having people upset with me it bothers yeah. me and I mean, I mean obviously everybody has goes through that mm-hmm. but I don't like making decisions that affect people I don't and usually that kind of stuff comes with respect right I mean obviously I think my my wife respects me if she gets a smack no that's that's not <laughs> that's that's not the truth I'm the one who gets spanked uh, my, my, my wife respects me my my mom and uh, my brother respect me my dog sort of respects me but it's it's different they, they respect me on the level that they know I, I'm a mildly decent person for the right. most part and, right. and try as hard as I can Uh yeah, I think it's respect. That's from that film, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think De Niro. It's, it's uh, De Niro's quote. It's either De Niro or Chasmo uh, Palminteri to the uh, the child actor in that one. So hold on one second. I'm pushing this back. We'll cut all this out. What happened? Oh, okay. <laughs> what are you looking for? I was looking for my next question. I have. It was, it's a prop. We're gonna so. hit stop for a second. Oh, how much? Uh, what's the ABV on that one? Because I felt it as soon as I. I think it's nine point five. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Okay. Uh, no driving for you. Whew. Okay, I'm going to ask you some questions now. Okay. If I can make this happen. Question number one for you. Hey, what's up, Peter? Scott, you good conversation. Love the show. This is Bofa. Just wanted to call in uh, in response to uh, your question, what truly makes you happy in this world? Uh, I guess first on top of that list is going to be the prosperity of my family, knowing that they're okay um, and that they're doing well. Uh, is definitely on the top of my list of things that truly make me happy. I'm going to go ahead and categorize, uh, let's say, beer or alcohol and weed. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to put that all in one. And uh, the third thing, I'm going to put two things together. I'm going to put sex and pooping because they're equally as great. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bada bing, bada boom. And a bada bing, bada boom, back to you, person whose name I can't. I, I played that like three times, and I have no idea who that guy's name is. One quick point on that. Yeah. yeah. The post, because I disagree with the pooping. The post sex pee. Oh, that's is, good too. Is the best feeling. It's almost as good as sex. Yeah. You, you know so what? Good. So what? What are your top three things that make you happy? Uh, Children's okay. got to be on there. Yeah, my yeah. kids. Okay. Um, <laughs> I tr- yeah, I try to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I try to uh, be a good father. Uh, it's important to me to do things. That's what the it goes back to. Kind of the wrestling thing. Yeah. You know, I have memories of going with my dad to wrestling events and I've kind of you know doing it's a bonding thing with my girls and they enjoy it so I like to to do things with them Um, I like doing something nice for someone and then seeing uh, especially if it's for like a kid you know a friend or something like that who has kids 
and seeing the smile and seeing the reaction that it gets. You're Santa Claus. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I just. <laughs> I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know why I screamed that. It's, just, <laughs> just, uh, it's the same thing Santa does. <laughs> do I look like Tim Allen? Now? No. He's I, my least favorite Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like seeing uh, doing something nice for someone and seeing the reaction that it gets. Uh, and then I guess number three, um, I just I love laughing. Uh, laughing makes me happy. Uh, I, seeing other people laugh and smile, uh, I think, makes you forget uh, the shit that goes on in the world. Uh, so even being out of a place and hearing laughter going on makes no. makes me feel good about it's it. It's contagious. It's wonderful. It is. You know, and, and in a world where there's so much anger, which is also contagious, mm -hmm. or hatred, or apathy, you know, it, it's it's great to hear a good laugh yeah, yeah. i don't know if you listen to um what's the fuss yes uh bill hurricane yeah. bill has uh, my favorite giggle we've had the debate going on about who has the best laugh in the podcast well yeah, I, 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 when I when i said that i was like i remember you talking about it literally in the last yeah. podcast and now i feel like yeah. i'm biting your junk no, no, uh, no um i bill's giggle makes me every time i hear it it makes me giggle and then i, I was on his show or their show and uh he was sitting to the right of me, and I went, you're the guy with the giggle. <laughs> uh, th well, thanks for calling in, person whose name I don't know. Uh, if you guys want to give us a call, I, I don't remember the number, but I'll mention it at the end. Question number two for you. And here's another thing. And I'm, I'm just picking apart your podcast. Right. Uh, but this is good. Uh, I'm the oldest podcaster. You are. I am. Okay. I just Because you always do that I'm old thing. But you're not old. You're young. You're at the top of your game, young man. You you are at fighting weight. You're coming out. You're right. boxing. You're winning the game. You guys are good at what you fucking do. Thank you. Okay, stop with the old thing. Okay. I, I, you are a powerhouse. People in, give me shit about it, so yeah. I just run with it. No. Now I will call them out. Okay, good. Okay. You should be proud of your age. With age comes wisdom, and you've done a lot with your life, I think. I, I, I my, my team of research people looked around. We know what you did. We know what you did last night. You know, somebody outside, binoculars outside your house. We know what's going on, and you, you are doing fine. Thank you. Okay, I, I don't know that. if you needed a pep talk. It's all, it, it always helps. Okay, good. I will never turn down a good pep talk. Okay, well, you're doing fine. What makes you feel old? <laughs> oh, gosh, what makes me feel old? Uh, the aches and pains that I didn't used to have. Yeah. And, uh, I've, I've had shoulder pain recently where uh, I don't know where it's coming from. Uh, I threw my back out. I think this was towards the end of last year. That's the worst. Putting a dish towel on the <laughs> sink. I threw my back out. Yeah. I had to go to the chiropractor because I was laid up for a day and a half for some twist that I did to lay the dish towel across the sink. So it's, it's the physical aches and pains that weren't there before. Do you meditate or do yoga at all? No. I feel like you could. I, I do DDP yoga. What was that? It is. Uh, it is. Diamond Dallas Page. Okay, that's not real yoga. Uh, it's it, <laughs> no, it's not. I, you're, you're not gonna. I'm, I'm okay with flicker stick. Right. <laughs> okay. You gotta do the yoga. Get on the mat and hulk it out like they tell you to do. Okay. It, it actually, uh, it's a full body workout. It's based off of um, what is it called? Isokinetic or something? Where sure. It's tension. So you you put your arms out and you just flex like everything. Diamond Dallas Page didn't didn't explain this. Well, it's a, but oh, it's a full body workout. That's what you, all you heard. Yeah, it okay. Is. And, and good core workout. Okay, <laughs> that's the yoga that I do. I've tried yoga before. Okay, well, you, we used to do Bikram. You're familiar with that? Yes. Yeah, it, absolutely. It's the most ridiculous shit in the world. Mm -hmm. It's uh, like a 110 degree room, and you go yes. in there and, and sweat your balls off. Yeah. Uh, and then it came out that apparently Bikram was just a bit of a dickhead and raping oh, really? women. And yeah, he's oh. he's a horrible person. If you, you there there were a lot of closed like places and shopping centers mm -hmm. that are closed because Bikram is 
no longer a thing. He's but the Cosby of the yoga. Kind of. Like he, he really was just a horrible human being. Uh, I, you should try meditating. If I, okay. You, you, you have that. Yeah, I'm, I'm already getting stressed out uh, thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's as simple as just sitting in a room quietly and, yeah. and getting into yourself. And I, I have done that uh, with sometimes I just need to shut the day off. Yeah. But my problem is I'll put Bluetooth earbuds in and I'll put on, I won't put on you know meditation music. I'll put on a podcast and listen to it. But it sometimes it still calms me down. I, you know, I'd like a good five minute just turn off the world yeah. type thing. And it, it does help. I, mean, I can't even imagine like having kids and, and having like yeah. a real job. It's a lot. <laughs> sounds so yucky. It's a lot. <laughs> the kids sound nice probably. They're great. Yeah. They're great. But it's a lot of work yeah. because I really do try to be a good dad. And that means being involved in every aspect of their uh, life. I, I don't want to be involved be with anybody but my wife and my dog. <laughs> this is really I stressing me too. out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course. This is why I drink beer. <laughs> and it's cool. Uh, question number three for you. What job would you create for yourself if you could do anything? Oh, wow. A new job or one that... Um, I don't This is how you prove... Oh, how, gosh. However you hear the question. Uh, like I, I talked about before, being on stage, uh, if I had any type of musical ability, uh, I would love to be able to play an instrument or perform in front of people because, again, like I said, the vibe that you get when people have a good reaction to you, you make nice. people smile, make people laugh. Yeah. There's not a bigger high that I have ever had. By doing that, I got to do an improv performance in front of a, a, a really good-sized crowd yeah, and when you make someone laugh and they're like, "Holy crap!" I just came up with that off the top of my head. Improv and it got is a good fun. Reaction. I, it's I, the best. I've done a little, yeah, in my younger days. Yeah. And improv is fun, and, and feeding off the energy of other actors. Mm -hmm. and, and when it's going good, it's wonderful. When it's going bad, it's still sort of wonderful. Yes, and. You know the power of yes and, right? In no. The improv what? game. Oh no, I don't. It's the rule of yes and. Okay. So you can never say no. It's yes and add to it. Okay, I think I we did a first line freeze one. Yes. Okay, I remember that one, but this mm -hmm. this was See, before I, you were born. This is the third semester of, of the improv academy with Wayne Brady. With Wayne Brady, that's where you learn all the rules. Before did, it's all just games. Did you actually talk to Wayne Brady? No. Okay, so you can't. <laughs> okay, so you've never said that on your podcast. No one's listening to this one, so your your secret's safe. I was going to say, can you get him on my podcast? Uh, um, I can try. I know a connection. Okay, please. Uh, where am I? So I don't think I answered that one. Being on stage. Oh, okay. Uh, a rock star. Rock star. Uh, rock star stage performer. Not a scripted stage performer. I am an awful actor when it comes to having to memorize lines and do things like that can't do it yeah i had the worst audition ever at, at uh, universal studios awful awful audition it still haunts my my uh yeah, but the, you you were a character yeah but i <laughs> no <laughs> does it make you say that yes really yeah I, I, I get that the cast members and not employees and yeah. i get that whole cult thing but i know i can't get behind character well they wanted me to uh, audition for a speaking Part across around the park. Was it like boom? No, it was okay. like being having a microphone and like as people are walking in the park and kind of engaging with them. And it's not a heckler, but a carnival barker. Kind of. The, yeah. That's what the the role was. Yeah. I had no idea going into it. I've never auditioned before. They said be here this time, do a monologue. I, what's a monologue? I don't know what I'm doing. I bombed it, and I still think about it to this day. It was an awful experience. Here's, and, here's what I want you to do. Okay. Breathe in. Are you Vikram? <laughs> kind of. It's, it's, it's funny. If I let my hair grow and got rid of the tattoos, yeah. I look a lot like Vikram. <laughs> Vikram. I said Vikram. Yeah, um, question. Well, no, actually, it's not a question. Hey, kids, it's Friday. 
I mean, it's Friday here. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's always Friday in my world. And the weekend is here. Y'all got plans? You have plans? Here's what you do. If you're local, go over to the East End Market in the Audubon Park Garden District and check out La Femme du Fromage. They are Orlando's gourmet cheese shop. It's kind of like stepping into... If, if you've ever been overseas and you've gone to Paris and you've gone to a cheese shop, it's like that. And if you haven't, it, think about your ideal cheese shop. It's like that. It's beautiful. It smells wonderful. It, there's a amazing selection of handcrafted artisan cheeses from around the world. And it's served to you by some of the friendliest people you're ever going to meet. They really care about what they're doing. They're going to take the time to kind of work with you and figure out what you like, what you don't like. They're going to suggest things. They're, they're going to give you samples. Uh, and you go in there and you can sit down and eat there or you can have a platter made for you and go home and, or wherever you're going and enjoy it there. Uh, they are located in the East End Market, which is well worth a trip anyway, at 3210 right up the street from Red Light, Red Light, Kareen Drive in Audubon Park, La Femme du Fromage. Please, 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 please tell them that we sent you. Question number four for you. This is fun because I don't get a whole lot of adults in here. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do, but, you know, um, what has your child done that is technically wrong, but you were proud of them for doing anyway? Oh, gosh. Um, I like the competitive, well, competitive nature of children. Uh, I, I still think uh, the participation ribbon thing kind of gets on my nerves a little bit. I still think there should be a first, second, third place, all that stuff. So uh, I, I taught my daughter a little bit, my oldest, a little bit of strategy when it came to her uh, two-lap race that she was running for her school Olympics. Okay. And tell her just to stay up with the person that's right in front of you, even though I know that you can beat that person, but wait till the very end and then blow by her at the end because she's not going to know that you're coming. Yeah. So she did it. She so took drafting. A little bit of strategy. Yeah, yeah. she was drafting <laughs> and blew by it and won. Uh, so I think that's probably, uh, I was is, very proud of that. Is that cheating though? I think it's just strategy and being smart. Okay. But I think it's so scary though. Seeing <laughs> yeah, but, the other, but you're questioning it because it's sort of cheating a little well, bit. Yeah, but I, it makes, well, Right, because I see other parents and kind of the shady stuff that they're doing. Uh-huh. And the, the doping. You're talking about doping, Well, right? I mean, like, yeah. for, for real, they would have their older child run next to their younger child who was competing and, like, pull them along. Uh, I saw one child fall, and the mother scream at her and say, Get up. What are you doing? You're going to lose. And then I was like, okay, I need to rethink my whole thing. Let, let them just have fun. Yeah, let them have fun. You let know, if you win, fun. and there are is something wonderful about losing mm-hmm. and, and as long as it, you don't do it all the time if that sucks right. then you're just like just a loser yeah. but but every now <laughs> every now and then you need to lose it, it builds character it makes you stronger in your conviction makes you work harder it makes you work harder uh question number five for you what is something that's absolutely worth the money and and i'm fairly certain you did one this morning exactly yeah <laughs> so i had a uh, john who was on your show we had a conversation with him when i was sitting in, in the barbershop at one point and he said you know women spend money on makeup mm-hmm. you know, this is the thing that they do it's it's, it's an accoutrement to a good word to make them you know, feel better about yeah. themselves um i went four weeks without getting a cleanup and I spend good money on a nice shave and a haircut, and it makes me feel better about myself. I, I, I feel fresh. Uh, it's, it's worth the money, in my opinion, because it's the male equivalent to the females buying 
uh, makeup to make themselves feel better. There's there's that all over the place. I mean, I get the the beauty of spending a little extra money on mm-hmm. on a, a, a well made pair of jeans or a shirt Correct. or decent shoes that will last you a lifetime. Right. And we live in such a disposable society where you can go to H and M and buy a suit for $39 right and it's going to be ill-fitting but you can wear it to the wedding you can fall down on the lawn and you're drunk and then you throw it in the garbage because it's going to fall apart anyway sure uh, but the, the things like our, our my grandparents they maybe had two my grandfather probably had two suits in his closet okay one for interviewing one for going for, to a funeral but right. those suits would last him a lifetime because they were well made he probably paid more than he needed to mm-hmm. not out of his budget but probably more than he needed to knew that they were quality and, and that's the thing is once you get past that in the long run this is a value and and you you we were, I was just making fun of you and saying you should meditate. You probably do, whether you know it or not, meditate a little bit in that barber chair. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, it's your time. It's Chris's time. Yeah. This, this is daddy time. And, and I know this is more expensive than if I go to great clips when right. I look really pretty when I'm done. Right. I love telling guys they look pretty. I don't know why that <laughs> thing, that's funny. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I think beer is the same way, though, right? Yeah. Life so is too short to drink uh, it, crappy beer. If you have an opportunity to spend a little bit more money and get a beer that you can sit and enjoy, yeah. uh, beer is about having conversations with people. It's not about chugging and getting drunk. It's about... It's a little uh, about chugging and getting drunk. <laughs> it might be. It's about enjoying it. It's yeah. about having... Uh, just good uh, rapport and conversations with people, enjoying stuff that's quality. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. So good haircut. And tell tell, yeah. tell the kids where you got your haircut again. Just it's Liberty just, Barbershop. It's it, in the Milk District. It's, on it's well worth it. And you bought a really good sandwich on the way home too. Oh gosh, I'd love that place. <laughs> it is pretty fucking good. Free plugs. Yeah, <laughs> so good. I, I, it's my town. I love giving that's people so free good. plugs. Uh, question number five for you. <laughs> and I, I, I don't normally write questions, uh-huh. but I was real, like, literally, I think you would text, you were on the way, and I went, shit, I need some questions. And, and I was a <laughs> little hungover. Uh, what was a 14 year old Chris Fisher like? Let's see, 14. The was, beard? Was that? No, no beard. Oh. <laughs> this is midlife crisis beard. Okay. Uh, so 12 was was freshman year. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm just trying to place it. So 14. You were right? 12 when you were a freshman? No, okay, hold on. Okay. I'm way off. I'm sorry. So okay. 14. So it would have been going into freshman year, right? 14? That sounds right to me. Okay. Oh, a very lifetime away from that. 14-year-old Chris Fisher was uh, sheltered by private school. Okay. Fancy um, boy. Um, faced a culture shock via uh, family uh, divorce. Going then uh, thinking that I was going to... Uh, Orange County public school and then the very first day of school realizing that I had to go to a public school and major culture shock uh, that year was rough uh, I went through major identity crisis of a class size of 27 to a class size of 550 yeah. not knowing so that was a very rough year that's what that's what that's where I became a rapper when I was 15 I know I saw the pictures <laughs> 14 year old Fisher was uh, getting his uh, lock glued shut in the locker room uh, and having to wear jorts uh, to class because uh, my locker got uh, it was it was uh, we a nerd no nerdy I just coming from a private school. Oh, so I was thinking your lock glued shut seems like like I, that. I think it's just some, you know it's just bully what, like picking on the new what, kid. What, what do you, what what do you do if your lock is glued shut? You go to the the coach and they say, well, we're gonna have to cut it. Okay, well, when's that gonna happen? I had to go uh, to Spanish class in the clothes that I wore for gym because I couldn't get into my locker to change. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. It's a funny joke. I, I, if I saw that guy today, I would beat his ass. Do you know where I, he is? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a friendly person, yeah. but I do have aggression. Do you know who did it? I don't remember his name. Oh, okay. He was just an, an, an upperclassman. I think he was a sophomore. Fucking sophomore. He's a douche. Yeah, douche. <laughs> Fuck you, if you're listening. Guy who, who's not listening. Uh, so so you were okay. I wasn't worried about you at 14. You turned out okay. I, yeah, it worked out. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, culture shock and new new environments, not knowing people. It's awkward times. Do you know what a luthier is? A luthier? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> a luthier is someone who builds or repairs stringed instruments. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, generally consisting of a neck and a sound box. Okay. I have a sponsor who's a luthier. Oh, okay. Yeah. See what I did there? Yes. I made it topical. I gotcha. <laughs> Scout Guitars. Nick Scout, literally his podcast, uh, as the, the, the hip-hop kids say, dropped this afternoon. So if you go back like six from when this comes out, uh, it's an interview with uh, Nick Scout from Scout Guitars. And he is Orlando's luthier. He builds beautiful instruments I don't know how he does it. I, I went and watched him in his shop for a little while, and he, he's just he's a craftsman. He's an artist, and he can build you something. Or if you have an existing instrument that needs repairs, he can do that too. If you have an existing instrument that needs a new paint job or it, it's broken, if you went Pete Townsend nuts and smashed your, your guitar on the stage, he can fix that, and it's going to be like brand new he's amazingly good at what he does he's a musician himself and he understands the needs of musicians here's what you do you follow them on facebook or instagram and this is kind of cool and i've never seen anybody do this he does build videos where he will do a video of a guitar that he's working on or an instrument he's working on and he shows the steps and, and he puts a really cool music to it and you get an idea of just kind of the rosie's licking my ankle he gets, he, you get the idea of just how much he cares about what he does. Uh, give him a call. Four zero. Oh, excuse me. Give him a call. Three two one two eight nine eight six one one. Or you can email him at scoutguitars at gmail dot com. Get at him. He's he's an asset to our community. He builds beautiful things that are works of art. Third question from you, sir. I've only Nailed done that. one. What? I've only done one. You've only done one? I've asked you one. Okay, second question, okay. sir. I've been drinking. I was looking around for a stapler. You don't have a stapler anymore. No, we don't, we don't have any staplers. Okay, so uh, you have to come up with five different ways to use a stapler, but you cannot have staples in it. So what other what other things would you do with a stapler? I'm going to kill you with it. Okay. <laughs> so weapon. <laughs> weapon. Is it a Hannibal talker? Um, um, sex talk. Uh, sex. Sex. Um, it's, a, it's a sexual thing. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna pinch your nipples with it. Okay. I'm gonna take it. Get this stapler. I'm gonna pinch your little nipples with okay. it. Yeah. Um. That's two. Um. I am going to um throw it when I'm angry. Right. Okay. That's three. I am going to admire the aesthetic beauty of the staple as okay. a work of art. All right. Okay, that's four. And I am... <laughs> that was great. I love her. That's my, my puppy. Uh, number five. I have one more. I am going to buy some staples and staple shit with it. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, oh damn it. You okay. No staples. Okay. Oh, but you did, I thought we were out of staples. I couldn't no. just buy staples. You cannot use it as its, its own original intention. I'm going to sell that staple stapler to someone who owns staples. Okay. Yeah. Not, the, not the company, but literally the thing staples. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Did you write that or did you? I, I stole that one. I, I haven't seen I that. I had a bunch written down that I was like, let me go see if I can find something. I, I think I've seen all the questions on the internet and I haven't seen that one. I okay. like it. I thought you were going to like go sell me this stapler. No. Yeah. That, no. You know the old sell me this pen yes. thing? Yeah. Yes. It's, 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 it's stupid. No. Uh, question. But you actually did. You that was done my two. second. Hit thing. me with another one then. Have you done the penguin? I don't know what that walking is. Walking into the room? No. No? Okay. So that door right there. Okay. A penguin just walked into the door. Hello. He's wearing a sombrero. Sure, why not? What does he say and why is he here? Hola. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't know why he, well, he's wearing a sombrero. <laughs> he's a penguin. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It, 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 it's just the whole thing is ridiculous. He says, hola, Sinor Van Tuborski. Donde es Alaska? Is that it? Where is Alaska? Antarctica. Uh, Antarctica. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> or SeaWorld. <laughs> don't don't ask Antarctica. And I would say, my little friend, uh, mi amo es... No, that's... that's God damn it. Uh, uh, mi amo es Pedro. Um, un poquito español. Okay. Senior penguin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would point north. Okay. But I couldn't do that because I... I honestly don't know where north is could you point north if you wanted to right now uh no okay that's good i'm i you know i'm an eagle scout and i uh taught orienteering merit mad so i should be able to point north west oh actually it's um is that east that way east is that way so north is that way okay as long as i'm in this room i know where i am but if i get lost in the woods i'm fucked i just think of roads and which direction that they're heading and if i figure it out and if i'm in the woods and I, i meet with a penguin with a sombrero on who speaks Limited English. Um, we're, we're, he's not getting to Antarctica, and I'm not getting home. Why was he here then? He was looking for direction. <laughs> I guess. I, I, I have no idea. Um, question number seven for you. What are the best two hours of your life so far, other than the two hours you've been here? Oh, gosh. Uh, Hour. It's so easy saying both kids being born, um, but literally that's what... Were you in the room? Yeah. Absolutely. Was that yucky? I No. I feel like that would destroy me I'm for life. Re- well, okay. So, true. Okay. There's two good pregnancy stories. My wife probably won't kill me for telling these. Ah, she's not going to listen. Pregnancy number one took a very long time. Okay. Uh, it took a lot. Uh, Boring. They, uh, <laughs> they, they, uh, in the medical field, they will tell you that a certain way that a child exits the... Uh, the female uh, there's certain ways that you don't want them to be facing and yeah. that's what happened it's okay. called sunny side up well, like mm, delicious you don't you, you don't like eggs but you, no. you you were talking about yeah, your my, child as sunny side she up she came out sunny side up okay um so that better room, than scrambled yeah that yeah. room was okay. crowded with 12 people so oh. i was just at the the uh by my wife's head holding a dwight Schrute of the office stress like squeegee looking thing <laughs> oh, you're such a good husband so i couldn't see anything bottle they, scotch in the other hand yes yeah. they ask you do you want the mirror down and she's hell no i don't want the mirror um so they got her out and i went directly with because they had to work on my wife a little bit because that's that's a bad way yeah um so i had to, i went right with my daughter so that moment is sticks in my head forever but is it slimy is the daughter slimy they clean her up really quick. okay they go right the nurse grabs them takes them over cleans smelly? them really quick is it smelly no, i feel good to be smelly all. not at all no, and then the, the the my second daughter came out very quickly. Uh, when it when it came to it was time to do it, she came out very quickly. So yeah. I literally there was me, one yeah. nurse, and the doctor. So I held my wife's leg and kind of helped my child come out. Now people will say that will scar you for life. 
I think that you just have to suck it up because I'm, it's I'm thinking it's, about throwing up. It's amazing to see. Yeah. I really. No, I, I, it, I'm sure it's amazing to see. And I, yeah. I was more hesitant about cutting the cord than oh, I was actually. Oh, gnarly. Did you cut the cord? For both. You're, you're like a butcher. That's terrible. You got you to gotta man up sometimes. I, I don't ever have to man up. <laughs> I cried on your show and then I manned up. I, I, I'm Peter Pan, man. I, I, don't I delivered ever. my daughter. <laughs> that, well, that's sweet. It's the greatest, have greatest, you, greatest time of Have you told ever. your daughters these disgusting stories? Um, <laughs> we, we've talked a little bit about how they came into the world and yeah. how one came out. Uh, Is he a troublemaker? The one that, that was making trouble from the get-go? No. She's the perfect child nerd. Uh, straight A's all the time. Uh-huh. Always has to have rules and all that. The one that came out no problem is troublemaker the, she's the troublemaker she's, well, the she's a good girl yeah but she's she's more like her father yeah yeah but there's there's a good it, it's 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 cool as parents because you see pieces of your own personality and your wife's personality in your kids it's pretty it's, cool it's a train wreck i would never <laughs> want that upon anybody <laughs> why would i unleash that on the world <laughs> question number eight uh who do you know that i don't know who could come on the podcast hang out Chill, yeah. drink some beer well, you know, in the backyard. You guys are working on Alex already. Yes, I, 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 I like your co-host your, immensely. Your corporation that you've got going. You guys on. fucking nailed it at the bowling thing. Yeah, thank you. I was shy boy there because no, you were funny, dude. You were heckling us as we were. Bowling. Yeah, I, I forgot I bowled against you. Yeah, you mess with my boy Travis, <laughs> and you're like, you want to bowl with this nine pound ball? And Travis is so nice because I was like, no, I'm not bowling with that. You're like, you stole my ball. No, I didn't, Peter. This is my 15 pound ball. I I've been that. bowling with the whole time. I did that every time. Yeah, somebody I know you're messing with me. So he got up and like the scores were kind of close for some of the um, some of the podcast. And um, he went. I said, "Don't listen to him. You just bowled a nine-pound ball. He knocked down one pin. Don't listen to what he's telling you. He's messing with you." Did um, you notice I had a pink ball also? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's how little I care. And yeah, I was bowling I with like a nine-pound pink ball. Yeah, yeah. We, we tried to make it a big thing for um, for Ono who threw the event. And uh, you know, Faster Jesus was kind of born there. The people got to see him in the flesh. Yeah, he's he's handsome and beautiful and godlike. He has Mexican luchadors sure. with him. Elder me. Sweet and Elder yeah, Sour. I, I was gonna say me. Too, but I don't have that. I mean, does Buddy Dyer have that? No, Jim Phillips no. have Mexican luchadors. Maybe there's a chance he, he might. Yeah, he might. <laughs> Buddy Dyer, no, absolutely. John Morgan not. does. Uh, so Alex, Alex, um, have you ever? I'm going to just say his first name, a uh, Scott, who was with Oscar Blues, but he's now with Central 28, and he's local. He lives. Uh, in this area? Uh, no, I, I've had uh, Dan St. Pierre. Okay, uh, know him as well. Yeah. Scott is so rad. Yeah. Uh, so he was he was a distributor for Oscar Blues here. He's now been working for Central 28 um, for a long time now. Um, nicest dude, chill, knows a lot about beer, just but he knows a lot about Orlando too. Uh, very awesome guy. So well, uh, highly, highly recommend Scott. Mention. I'll give you his info. Yeah, me- and mention it to him that I don't bite and I only get a little bit drunk and for the I, most part, my dog is is okay. Yeah. And you had Central Twenty Eight Upriver. I had Central Twenty Eight, and Oscar Blues is literally one of my favorite breweries. Yeah. Have so you been to Asheville? Have you been up in that I've area? I've been to Asheville. We did a lot of the Raleigh Durham yeah. um, breweries, which are some of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to the Asheville area, uh, but I, I mean, Oscar Blues is kind of my staple when it comes to just grabbing a old a, chub is my jam. Yeah. yeah. And Dale's man. Ten fifty. 
Oh, 1050, of course. Mess your world up. <laughs> so those two, um, I don't know if Sharon would do it, but Sharon's Sharon? cool. Sharon's at Liberty. Oh, yeah. I, I think I, I uh, might have reached out to her, but she seems a little bit shy. So. She's shy, yeah. but she's, she's rad. They, they don't need me in my, in my, <laughs> my nonsense. Oh, thank you for coming in. Remind the kids where they can hear your amazing podcast. Yeah. BYOCBshow.com is the website, so you can go there. We're, we're, we are everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartMedia. Uh, and our, our social media, which uh, you're a hustler, Peter. So one thing that people, I think, don't understand. A lot of free you, time on my hands. You know how we do this thing because yeah. it's, it's the Instagrams, it's the Twitter. Pictures uh, of my dog. Yeah. yeah. At BYCB show on Twitter and Instagram. And we have a Facebook group and, and page as well. And uh, it's it's a fun time if you like to see pictures of Wendy Queso, Wendy's Queso Burgers and it's beers. It's such and, a cool little community we have. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's, you know, and everybody kind of like respects each other. And it's, it's competitive. Like I'm, sure. I want to be a better show than you, and you right. probably want to be a better show than me, and you can't. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> no, I, I just th- make your show better, Peter, I, I from being you, on it. I, th- I got more phone calls than I've ever had in my thank entire you. life. So, so thank you. Fisher equals ratings. I, I think so. <laughs> I think so. That's the narcissist in me. I, I, I had Dan on. From Tom and Nan, that, that equals ratings. <laughs> so literally, if, if, if you look at my chart, he's up here and everybody else yeah. down here. But uh, that was fun. Thank you so much for coming in. You, you guys you. are the cats meow. I, Thanks, I, dig, I dig what you're doing. That means a lot. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I might cry again. No, <laughs> Jesus, such a little girly man. I, uh, I, I want to thank my, my buddy CJ. He made he the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. He plays with Mike Dunn. He plays with. Richard Shurfee and All God's Children, who are probably one of my favorite bands in the world. And he plays around town, and he records, and he produces. If you see him playing someplace, go. You're going to have a good time. And if you want him to record a record, uh, get at me. I will make sure he takes care of you. want to remind you that this episode is brought to you by Scout Guitars. ScoutGuitars at gmail.com. Or the phone number 321-289-8611. Also, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, probably one of my favorite places in the entire world. 2810 Kareen Drive in Orlando, Florida, and La Femme du Fromage, it's fun to say. Uh, located in the East End Market at 3210, right up the street from Red Light, Orlando, in the East End. If you enjoyed the podcast, uh, subscribe. That'd be nice. If someone subscribed, that'd be great. Leave a review. Give us a call. 407-965-5557 or email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com Chris, you were always my friend, but now we're buddies. We are buddies. We're going to exchange shirts. I'm going to buy the t-shirt. Peter right. is my buddy. <laughs> 1555 represent. Aren't those stupid? I make two bucks. I'm the Fugazi of podcasting. I, I don't make anything on those fucking things. Like I just, and part of the reason I have that is because you guys had that represent store where yeah, you, you have a like, a, like a hundred t-shirts. We try to keep everybody happy. Yeah, I need a designer. I'm just, just writing words on a shirt. I got a guy for you if you yeah, want. Yeah, I, I think I might need that. Tell the kids goodbye. Goodbye, kids. All right. Chris, I love you. you guys, I love you too, man. You guys, I, I, it means the world to me that even one person listens. So thank you. Be nice to each other. Hug each other. Love each other and talk to each other. You guys, take care. Peace. Have fun. Bye-bye.
A PFT Media Production.